Good evening. Good evening. This is Dr. E chiming in from Texas. Happy Wednesday evening, everyone. I am signing on to do my devotional time. Today was a busy day. I was up running everywhere. <laughs> and I'm like, nope. And now there's no interruptions. Amen. And our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever hallelujah this is the day the lord has made Woo! let us rejoice and be glad in it give him thanks give him praise Hallelujah. He is worthy of it all. Hallelujah. All reverence, all honor, all glory, all majesty. It belongs to God and to none other than him. Amen. So, Daddy God, I come now to stop and to sit with you and to be still and know that you are God. I come, Father God, to listen, for your servant, your handmaiden, is listening. I come, Father God, to be made more like you. As I come with devotional time to you and with you and for you, speak, Daddy God. Move by your power, move by your word and your spirit. Speak what we need to hear. Minister where we need you to minister. Uplift, Daddy God, where we need you to uplift correct and reprove and rebuke where you need to father god help us increase our faith lord jesus our trust our hope and our relationship take it to a higher level and a deeper depth with you and i thank you and i praise you for it in jesus name amen amen and this is my jesus today experiencing hope through his presence and this is the last day of this devotional. I've done 150 days and um, they have been such a blessing. I love these ones from Sarah Young. I'm grateful for my, my church sister, uh, Laura, introduced me to them when she gave me Jesus Calling for my birthday. And I was like, wow, this is great. <laughs> I think it was actually an early birthday present. And so I was like, oh, that is beautiful. I said, people who really know me know what, what gets me. Amen. And so devotional books and, and Bibles and Christian art, those are just things that I absolutely love. And so um, that's really kind of my language of love stuff. So, so today it is entitled, I am Christ in you, the hope of glory. I am Christ in you, the hope of glory. The Messiah, the Savior of the world, lives in you. This promise is for all who have faith in me. Yes, Lord Jesus, I dwell in your hearts through faith. This amazing blessing is a work of my Holy Spirit in your inner being. The more you trust me, the more you can enjoy my indwelling presence and the more effectively I can live through you. Yes, Lord Jesus. In a world that may seem increasingly hopeless, 
remember that I am the hope of glory. This hope is ultimately about heaven where you will live with me forever. Be the light of heaven's glory. I'm sorry, excuse me. But the light of heaven's glory is so brilliant that some of its rays can reach you even in the present. And they do. I know that's right. Daddy God, amen. Your light shines through anything and everything, no matter how dismal, no matter how the outlook might seem. I thank you, Father. I know that personally for myself. Amen. And it says, no matter how dark your circumstances may be, I am the light that shines on in the darkness, for the darkness has never overpowered it. As you follow me along your life path, clothed in my righteousness, this light shines brighter and brighter until full day. Hallelujah in Jesus' name. And the scriptures read as follows. God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches of his mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Colossians chapter 1, verse 27. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. Ephesians chapter 3, verses 16 and 17. The light shines on in the darkness, for the darkness has never overpowered it, put it out, or absorbed it, or appropriated it. John chapter 1, verse 5, and that was the amplified version. The path of the righteous is like the light of dawn, which shines brighter and brighter until full day. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 18. Amen. Amen. And that was the conclusion of my Jesus Today devotional, all 150 days. Thank you, Father God. And the next one is a bouquet of bountiful blessings to warm your heart. And it's just scriptures every day. I just read one a day. Amen. And today it is in, it reads, love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or pride or, or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wronged. Did you hear that? It is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up. Love never loses faith, is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance and every situation and every hardship and every joy and every pain and every laughter and every tear. Amen. First Corinthians, all oh, that was extra. That wasn't the scripture. First Corinthians chapter 13, verses four through seven. Amen. And this is my new devotional from Sarah Young that I've replaced with my Jesus today. And this is her one entitled Dear Jesus. And it says, seeking his light in your life. And this one is again, Dear Jesus. And it's by Sarah Young. And this is my second day. Um, I got it over the weekend. I was really happy I found it. At Barnes & Nobles, by the way. Ours was a really pretty good stocked 
place in uh, Midland, Texas. I was very surprised, pleasantly surprised. And so the devotional reads as follows. Each moment you can choose to practice my patience or to practice the patience of problems. I think I'll practice the patience of, of God's presence. I think that's where I'd rather do, right? Because he's telling us we have a choice. Listen, it says each moment you can choose to practice my presence or to practice the presence of problems. Dear Jesus, you know how I long to practice your patience more consistently. When I keep my focus on you, my whole perspective is brighter and more joyful. When I'm preoccupied with problems, I feel weighed down and anxious. Yet the default setting of my mind seems to be problem solving. My thoughts tend to flow toward finding what is wrong and trying to fix it. I want to break free from this hurtful pattern, but its roots go deep into my being. Beloved, come to me and rest in my sufficiency. Stop trying to fix yourself by focusing on your failures. Remember that the world you inhabit is fallen and you are part of that brokenness. You can no more practice my presence perfectly than you can save yourself from your sins. In a fallen world, all your default settings are tainted by sin. Nonetheless, you are being transformed and renewed by my Holy Spirit within you. Collaborate with me as I work to set you free from hurtful ways. View each moment as a fresh opportunity to draw near me. I welcome you with open arms. Thank you, Daddy God, in Jesus' name. And the scriptures read, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. Do not be conformed any longer to the pattern of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxious thoughts and see if there be any hurtful way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Psalm 139, verses 23 and 24. Amen. And this is my grace for each moment. Grace for each moment. Hallelujah. I didn't use this one yesterday, so I have two. Thank you, Father God. The first one is entitled, Christ is Born, and yes, he is. Christ is Born. Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea during the time of King Herod. Matthew chapter 2, verse 1. It is an irrefutable historical fact that Jesus was born in Bethlehem. Through this physical birth, God revealed himself to all of humanity. 
in spite of the world's futilities around Christmas time. I'm sorry, in spite, that was totally not the right word. In spite of the world's festivities, and then I totally just closed my eyes and just came up with an own word in that weird other mind. We'll do that sometimes. In spite of the world's festivities around Christmas time, if you have not experienced the birth of Christ in your heart, you will never know the true joy and peace of Christmas. Amen. Here, here. If you want to experience true Christmas joy, Christ must be living in your heart and be given the place of honor in your whole entire life. I added the whole entire part, <laughs> the very center of it. When his holiness permeates your life, it becomes a Merry Christmas in the truest sense of the word. I know that's right. Amen. And the closing prayer reads, I thank you, holy child of Bethlehem, for being born in me so that I can partake of your spirit and so that my entire life can be a celebration in your honor. In Jesus' name. Amen. And the next one for grace for each moment is entitled Worship God with Gladness. Amen. Worship God with gladness. And the scripture reads, shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Psalm 100 verses 1 and 2. During this festive season, let's remember to have heartfelt joy in everything that God has given us. And for all that he has done for us. Amen. Yes, Lord Jesus, thank you. Let our praises to God be like a beautiful, harmonious music that rises up to him. God delights in the joy of his people who are thankful for what he has given them. Joy, happiness, and excitement are often associated with earthly pleasures. But we should learn to associate these, these feelings with worshiping God and having knowledge of his ways. As we, Sorry, you guys, for the delay in that. I just got a text message over my phone. Sorry about that. As we draw nearer to Christmas, thank God for his goodness. Delight yourself in all that he has given you and share that joy with every body you come in contact with. Amen. And the closing prayer reads, Holy God, I come before you with utterances of holy joy. Help me to share my joy with others. In Jesus' name. I know that's right. Amen. Thank you, Father. For the joy of the Lord is my strength. Amen. And this is my Jesus always embracing joy in his presence. Hallelujah. And I did not use this one yesterday either. So I will, thank you, Father. I will be reading from the 22nd and also today, the 23rd. Amen. I am the light of the world. Many people celebrate Advent season by illuminating their homes with candles and decorated trees. This is a way of symbolizing my coming into the world, eternal light breaking through the darkness 
and opening up the way to heaven. Nothing can reverse this glorious plan of salvation. All who trust me as Savior are adopted into my royal family forever. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. My light shines on in the darkness, for the darkness has never overpowered it. And scripture says, and it never will in John chapter 1. No matter how much evil and unbelief you see in this dark world, I continue to shine brightly, a beacon of hope to those who have eyes that really see. So it's crucial to look toward the light as much as possible. Fix your eyes on me, beloved. Through thousands of good thought choices, you can find me. See, see me as you journey through this life. My Holy Spirit can help you persevere in the delightful disciplines of keeping your eyes on me. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Thank you, Lord Jesus. That was also um, spoken by Jesus in John, the, the Gospel of John, which is one of my favorites. Many of you know that already. And the scriptures are as follows. When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. John chapter 8, verse 12. God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure. Ephesians chapter 1. Excuse me, verse 5. And the light shines on in the darkness, for the darkness has never overpowered it, put it out, or absorbed it, or appropriated it, and is unreceptive to it. John chapter 1, verse 5. And that was the amplified version. Let, let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith who for the joy set before him endured the cross. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, scorning its shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2. Amen. And today for December 23rd, the devotion reads, Those who wait on me will gain new strength. Ooh, yes, Lord. That's Isaiah chapter 40. Hallelujah. They that wait upon the Lord, they shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall run and not faint. I love that scripture. He says, those who wait upon the Lord. Amen. We have to wait upon him. And I could tell you right now, with everything that's going on in my life, it may not always be a joyful time to wait. It might actually be a sad time, a painful time, a questioning time, and or it might be a glorious time. It just depends. But in all circumstances, in all situations, it's those who wait upon the Lord, amen, will gain new strength. Spending alone time with me is good for you, but it is increasingly countercultural. Multitasking and staying busy have become the norm. During the Advent season, 
there are even more things to do in places, more things to do and places to go. So I encourage you to break free from all the activity and demands for a while. Seek my face, yes, Lord Jesus, and enjoy my presence, remembering that Christmas is about me. Christmas is about the Christ. Amen. Waiting upon me is an act of faith. Trusting that prayer really does make a difference. Call unto me with your weariness and burdens, being candid and real with me. Rest in my presence and tell me about your concerns. Lift me up. I'm sorry. Lift. Yeah, I'm sorry. Lift. I was thinking of a different verse. I was going to say lift him up so that we can then have all men. They'll be drawn to him. We need to be the ones that are boisterous. We need to be loud. We need to declare. We need to decree that Jesus Christ is Lord, that Christmas is not about tinsel. Christmas is not about a Christmas tree. Tinsel is not about just the secularism of the holidays. Christmas is about Christ. It is about God's sign of love to the world by coming forth through a virgin and being born to die. Amen. So remember that. Let me lift the burdens from your aching shoulders. Trust that I am able to do exceedingly, abundantly above all you ask or think. As you arise from those quiet moments, hear me whispering, I am with you throughout the day. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Rejoice in the new strength you have gained through spending time with me. Amen. Spending time with the Lord Jesus is never wasted. It's always appropriate. It's always in season. And you always have an eternal benefit that manifests also here on earth right now. Amen. And the scriptures read, yet those who wait for the Lord will gain new strength. They will mount up wings like eagles. They will run and not get tired. They will walk and not become weary. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31. And that was the NASB version. When you said, seek my face, my heart said to you, your face, Lord, I will seek. That was, that was um, David. Psalm 29, verse 8. Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think, according to the power that works in us. That's one of my favorites also. Ephesians chapter, two, chapter 3, verse 20. Amen. Hallelujah. And choose joy. This is one of my new ones I got over the weekend also. And let's joy in the morning. And it's the morning as in the morning of the new day. M-O-R-N-I-N-G. All who seek the Lord will praise him. Their hearts will rejoice with 
everlasting joy. Psalm 22, verse 26. And the devotion reads, Every day God provides us with beauty all around to cheer and help us. It may come through the beauty of flowers or the bright blue sky, or maybe the white snow covering the trees of a glorious winter wonderland. It may be through the smile of the child or the grateful face of the one we care for. Each and every day, the Lord has a special gift to remind us of whose we are and to generate the joy we need to succeed. Amen. And the closing prayer reads, Lord Jesus, I thank you for your joy. I thank you for providing it every day to sustain me. I will be joyful in you. In Jesus' name, amen. I know that's right. Hallelujah. And this is my Jesus calling. And the 23rd, it is entitled, I am King of Kings and Lord of Lords, dwelling in dazzling, dazzlingly bright light. Yes, you are, Father God. Yes, you are, Lord Jesus. Yes, you are, Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. I am also your shepherd, companion, and friend, the one who never lets go of your hand. Worship me in my holy majesty. Come close to me and rest in my presence. You need me both as God and as man. Only my incarnation on the first long ago Christmas could fulfill your neediness. Since I went to such extreme measures to save you from your sins, you can be assured that I will graciously give you all you need. Nurture well your trust in me as Savior, Lord, and friend. I have held back nothing in my provision for you. Hallelujah. I have even delved in life within you. Amen. Rejoice in all that I have done for you and my light will shine through you in the world. And that's what we need more than ever. Amen. And the scriptures read, come, let us bow down and worship. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker, for he is our God and we are the people of his pasture, the flock under his care. Psalm 95, verses 6 and 7. He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? Romans chapter 8, verse 32. And we have the word of the prophets made more certain, and you will do well to pay attention to it as to a shining light in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. Second Peter chapter 1, verse 19. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. 
and this is my daily wisdom and today we are why Jesus spoke in parables. So this is daily wisdom and for today it is entitled why Jesus spoke in parables. And the disciples came and said to him, why do you speak to them in parables? Matthew chapter 13 verse 10. Well, because it was prophesied. So that's the short answer. And the devotion reads, Jesus's main purpose in coming to earth was to communicate God's love by his perfect words and actions. Certainly he could certainly he could clearly articulate a point when he desired. So why did he shroud many of his teachings behind a veil of curious stories? Jesus himself explains, therefore I speak to them in parables because while seeing they do not see and while hearing they do not hear nor do they understand. Matthew chapter 13, verse 13. Who was Jesus talking about? Only moments before he'd been conversing with the scribes and Pharisees, and although they had great knowledge of God's word, they refused to be, they refused to see it very fulfilled before their eyes. They could not see that Jesus was the prophecy, that he was the living word made flesh, that all of the prophetic words that were contained through all of the of the Torah and all of the law and the Jewish text, they could not wrap their heads around and nor would they believe that it that he really was the Messiah. They wouldn't believe because, you know, a lot of times we all have those issues when things don't happen the way we think they should happen or the way we pray that they should happen. And so they thought that the Messiah was going to be this powerful king, this powerful ruler that was going to overthrow the Romans and destroy them and bring Israel back to its full glory and authority. Well, that's not what happened. Jesus, the son of God, the Messiah, the prophecy of that, he was born as a baby, an innocent baby. And so they just had a hard time with everything about Jesus and um, and and sadly many still do not believe till this day and it says everything Jesus did and said confirmed that he was their long-awaited Messiah yet they closed their eyes and stopped up their ears yet to those who knew him yet those who he knew would respond he provided plain words how open have you been to God's word? And I was getting ready to say, and we have all of the stories, all of the teachings, all of the lessons that God wants us to learn and implement and to embrace and to impart in our lives and to allow his word to transform us from the inside out through his word. It is contained in one place. We have no excuse. Whereas all the early, the early believers and the church, they didn't have, you know, they, once the printing press was developed, they were able to get the Bible, but everything was oral. 
and it was passed down. And so we have no excuse why we don't know God's word. There is no reason why we are uneducated people when it comes to God's word and his commandments and his decrees and and his instruction for our lives. And yet, sadly, we are, but there's really no excuse for it. And the closing prayer reads, Lord, your truth surrounds me. Please lift my eyelids to see it and stir my heart to respond to your word. That was powerful. I love that. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, your truth surrounds me. Please lift my eyelids to see it and stir my heart to respond to your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Yes, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Daddy God. Absolutely. Yes, Lord, absolutely. Hallelujah. And this is my three-minute prayers. This is also a new devotional that I got um, this past weekend. And today it is entitled Rest for Souls. Rest for Souls. This is one of my favorite scriptures too because I call on, I say this a lot out loud to myself. It says, come to me all who labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 and 29. And so if you look in your Bible, you're going to find that text in red because it denotes that Jesus himself, the living word, said it and articulated it. And the devotion reads, my deliverance, my rescue, my salvation. Thank you, Lord, for providing a way back to you. You have all, we have all fallen short of righteousness, but through the gift of your son's life, we can find rest for our souls. No more striving to live a perfect life and failing. No more hoping that we're good enough and realizing we aren't. Through your incomprehensible love, we become children of the Most High. Christ's righteousness is ours. His yoke is light, and my heart overflows with gratitude. Help me share your love with others. In Jesus' name, amen. And it asks us to think about think about it. And here's the question. How will you find rest in God's gift of grace today? Something to think about. Amen. Daddy God, in the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you. I thank you for any time that I choose to come and sit with you and before you and that I know that you are present I know that you are attentive and I know that you are listening. And I am thankful, Father, for your love for me because I because you loved me first is why I love you. Continue to teach me your word. Continue to teach me your statutes. Continue, Father God, to create in me a clean heart, O oh God, and renew within me a right spirit.
Father God, continue to decrease me so that you can increase in me and through me, oh God. Hallelujah, in the mighty name of Jesus. And I just thank you, Father, right now for your goodness. I thank you for your mercy. I thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your compassions, Daddy God, that are new to me every day. I'm grateful for all that you've given me. I'm grateful and thankful for who you are. And I'm grateful and thankful, Daddy God, more importantly, that I am yours. And I am yours forever. Thank you for you, Lord Jesus, dying in my place, being my substitution, being my ransom. Hallelujah, being my sacrifice. Thank you. Thank you, Father God, for restoring my relationship through Jesus' obedience on the cross and in the grave and victory over death and the grave. It no longer has a sting. Hallelujah, no longer has claim to my soul. I'm grateful and I'm thankful. Hallelujah, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord shine his face upon you and be gracious unto you and give you peace. Have a good evening and remember Jesus is Lord. Jesus loves you and he died for you. And anyone who calls on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Have a good evening. God bless you. Until next time, this is Dr. E. Chiming off. Bye-bye. Have a good night. Bye-bye.